On this episode of the podcast, we have Michaela Britton, blogger, social media guru, social justice activist. You know, usually social justice people have a bad rap, but Michaela comes from a good place. It's a neutral place, and I think she just wants what's best for humanity at the end of the day. She's a good-hearted person with goals galore. She's got a good message to send, uh, and we had a very good conversation. This kid is going places. She's in the right direction. She's driven. She's hungry, and I really enjoyed having this conversation with her. Check out her website and her blog at www.michaelabritton.com. M-A-C-A-I-L-A Britton.com Check the show notes for the actual link It was a great conversation Check out her Instagram At Michaela B13 That's M-A-C-A-I-L-A B13 On Instagram Without further ado Here's episode 56 of the Danny Cola Podcast With Michaela Britton Guys, be careful what you say, or else it's gonna be on there forever. No coffee. No, yeah, right. Perfect day to do a podcast is when you're sick. Yeah. We're all a little sick, Michaela. <laughs> I know. I woke up yesterday. Was like, no, 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 no. Please, let's just keep horrible allergies. Well, spoiler alert. You know, it's I, a I, I like to, uh, I like to think about not getting sick when I feel like I'm getting sick. So if I feel like uh, something's coming on, or I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, or even if I'm like tired because I'm going from like one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. I think mentally, I just say to myself, Nope, you're not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. I'm doing this. So, yeah, just talking, just talk regular. It's it's we're rolling, it's all good. Um, it's okay. I'll, I'll manage without Is that this with mic okay? Like the position, yeah, whatever. And you can just move it with you, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Take it off the table. Yeah, well, that's that's happened before. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm like on the verge of getting all new equipment and putting a oh. studio together. There's a lot of things going on in the Danny Cole Fitness world, yeah. teaching, training. Uh, I'm thinking about opening up my own gym. Whoa! Yeah, That's me big. And, 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 a, and a and a friend of mine. Yeah, man, like teaching classes and and doing one on one renting space out to trainers is the uh, tentative business plan at the moment, but. We, you know, before the podcast started, we were talking about how things find you at yeah. the right place and time. So, like, you're taking this route, this unconventional route, you know, teaching yourself things. Like, what have you been up to? How has life been for you? Like, what are you doing now that you're you're feeling strongly about? And, I don't know, just hit me with it. Life has been crazy, both good and not so good. Um, 2018 was not how I expected the year to go at all Mm -hmm. that happens man yeah but you know it's turned out to be amazing and i didn't think you know that would be the case at all so at the end of 2017 last october i sustained a head injury that completely shut down you know my world and i wasn't able to work i wasn't able to volunteer can you break down the head injury like what was the injury how'd you happen um i was hit in the forehead with a baseball bat Yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, So eight stitches later, concussion, vertigo, whiplash, and it was just really difficult to make that transition of being, you know, fully functioning and active. Yeah, was was this an accident? um, Was it? I was babysitting and the child hit me in the forehead. Oh, shit. 
So that's a fluke. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. I'm so sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah, so just kind of adjusting health-wise to being active every day and being in, you know, yoga teacher training and having a job that I loved where I was just, you know, using my brain all the time. It was really hard to just settle down and not be able to do those things. What was, like, the... The rehab, like, I mean, when did you start oh, feeling normal again? It was again? really tough. How know? long did you feel shitty for? It wasn't really until April or May that I started to feel better and that I could really start to get back into working. Mm. But So four or five months? Yeah. No, four or five months ago is when I started, like, getting back into it. Wow. Um, but the kind of rehab for everything was really crazy. You know, I did, I went to the hospital, got stitched up, got, uh, what's it called? cat scan and when i found out that i had post-concussive syndrome you know doctors were like what you know why aren't you feeling better you're resting are you drinking water are you getting enough sleep and it just kind of felt like i was getting the runaround so it was really frustrating having to you know tell them you know my head just still doesn't feel good it's not like a normal headache my eyes hurt my neck hurts and just getting the same response of oh take some more tylenol you know i didn't i didn't like that i didn't see an improvement so it took um a lot of research and I found a concussion specialist, a sports medicine doctor, who was able to say, oh my goodness, no, you need vision therapy, or you need massage therapy and physical therapy to help with vertigo. This is totally normal for post-concussive syndrome, and here's how you get back on track and kind of go about your normal life pre-injury. Yeah, I mean, so, there's so much stuff we don't know about the brain, mm-hmm. you know, and to find a specialist that knows exactly. what they're talking about, and, yeah. you know, long-term, and, and how many times you go get checked up, and all that stuff, like... It's crazy. I was in the doctor's office, like, I don't even know how many times a week. I was back and forth at appointments more than I was, like, at home. It was insane. Yeah, and then to, like, juggle, like, how to go about life after that. Exactly. So, like, what, like, we're talking about how things find you. So now you're, I mean, you're with MSP, you're doing (laughs) Steel Mace Yoga, you're doing all sorts of things, you're running the show, it seems like. (laughs) I don't know about that. Michaela is the one. Every time I talk to the guys, they're like, Michaela this, Michaela that. Oh Oh, yeah, Michaela does a good job with that. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So like, yeah. And then that's why I wanted to meet with you and talk with you and, you know, pick your brain a little bit and see how you're doing with things and how you run things specifically. Cause I think you do a pretty good job with the social media and all that. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, the writing, your, your website looks pretty badass. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I worked really hard on that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Well, it, it shows. It shows, and like, you know, with my experience and talking to a whole ton of people, you see when people are feeding you bullshit, and you see when people are doing real things. So like, yeah, just, you know, give credit where credit is due. So it's good that something found you, and it was, I mean, how like, talk about the transition from going, like, from being injured to like now doing something so, you know, out there like this. (laughs) So out there. I mean, I don't know, what is it, how do you, how do you describe it? It's very, I mean, you're, you're working with a lot of people, it's impactful work. You know, you have, you know, you're strongly opinionated, you have things that you, you know, message you want to get out to the world. So like to go from, you know, being injured and, you know, having issues and feeling crappy to just. Yeah. So I originally found the gym because I was looking to build strength again and just feel more active. You know, I hadn't been working out in seven, six or seven months and I felt it. I just felt my body felt heavy and I just didn't feel good. And I just started working with Mike and he's amazing. He, you know, knew that I had some head injuries and, well, just had injuries in general. And there was a lot to manage and that I was kind of feeling nervous getting back into it because I wasn't sure what, you know, I was going to be able to do or not do, especially with vertigo. And, um, 
well, to preface that, I was super, super nervous to actually get into the gym because it's been so long mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure what, you know, I'd be able to do if I would be able to get on a regular schedule and, you know, lift Were you weights. doing one-on-ones or were you yeah, doing... Yeah, so okay. one-on-ones. So I originally called the gym and um, I was so nervous, like, getting on the phone. That was such a huge thing to just say, this is, I haven't been in the gym and forever and phil actually answered and he was so sweet and he was very respectful about my head injury which made me really inclined to actually follow through and go to the gym because i noticed a lot of people were just telling me what i need to be doing or just being really inquisitive about my head injury to the point where it would make me really nervous to get on the phone and talk because it'd just be the same kind of oh you need to do this or you should be better or why isn't this and it just didn't feel good at that point so it was really refreshing to have somebody just say oh cool all right, no big deal. Come on in. Just tell Mike that you have something going on and he can work around it. And it was so simple and respectful that it made me think, oh my gosh, I can totally work out Mm -hmm. again. And um, he was right. You know, meeting with Mike was great and he knows what I can and can't do. And he doesn't question, you know, me saying, hey, I don't think I can do this today. And he tailors it around. It doesn't make me feel bad for not being able to do something. And it's amazing. That's the good things about it. You know, I mean, finding a good personal trainer is hard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, I it's, agree. It's hard. You know, I've talked to many clients that, you know, have a very similar story. Mm-hmm. They're they're unsure how the meeting's going to go. They're afraid to get back into the gym. And then oh, there's yeah. that fear of, you know, uh, am I going to look ridiculous? And what if I, you know, don't get the results that I want and all that? And what if the there's not a good chemistry between mm-hmm. the trainer? Like, that's so important <laughs> oh i knew i'd love mike i actually he's an um, interesting guy man so he's i did really some research and i you know like checked out their website and then i looked at the trainer's social media and what <laughs> what actually attracted me to training with mike was him screaming up in his videos i thought that was so unique and just out there like i've never seen a trainer post that yeah at all and yeah he's my just... favorite person to follow <laughs> No offense to anyone else listening nah. at the gym. Nah, whatever. But uh, yeah, Mike is amazing. He, He's cool. Um, so like what kind of diet did he have you follow to start out? Because um, that, that's one of my favorite. I love picking his brain about his knowledge oh my goodness. with that. He's like a walking, just like dictionary. Yeah. That stuff. And he's a young. Resource. Oh my gosh, yes. He's amazing. So my struggle I mean, really wasn't nutrition and it still isn't. I mean, I eat pretty healthy and I have food allergies, so kind of really can't eat that bad Mm -hmm. because of it right so he just gave me a couple pointers made sure i was eating a balanced diet drinking enough water getting enough sleep but we mainly focus on different um strength building exercises that i can do and was he focusing more on like like was he using or were you doing powerlifting exercises primarily to start incorporating some yeah and then he had me do some body weight and steel mace and then some cardio again because it had been forever since i did cardio it was nice to just get my heart rate up yeah so how long were you training with him before you started working there um oh my goodness are you still training with him yes i still train with oh great um oh goodness i don't know when did we start i think like two months ish cool two-ish months yeah and how long we'll has it been? <laughs> how long has it been since you've been training with him now? Ice major. Sit. Whoa, five, six months. Nice. It's good. Wait. So like, that's about the time when I start. When I met five them. Five months. Yeah. I met them in like June. I went to the kettlebell class. Oh wow. Yeah, when uh, Primal Primal Soldier was there, Marcus Martinez was there, and um, that was you know I just finished my my school year and I had this set up already two weeks 
prior and you know it was on my schedule and it was the start of summer in my eyes june 1st is like summer it's summertime you know so going in there it's like like you said it's welcoming experience i mean there's so many like-minded people that are interested Mm -hmm. in just bettering themselves mentally physically and you know those guys are uh, they're influenced by on it you know mm-hmm. listening to the story and talking to tj last i don't even know we talked about it a few weeks back you know just l- listening to that them and how they got started and how they were influenced and yeah. you know everyone's got such a unique background too that's you guys are in good hands over there you know and and on top of it when it's welcoming it's just that much more comforting for people to keep on coming in i agree you know yeah and then when one person gets results and the next person gets results and they're telling everybody about it and then just the camaraderie in the group and you know i at my gym too like there's a community that's built you know when we have parties afterwards or we do boot camp parties or boot camp brunches or whatever it is there's that community aspect of Mm -hmm. it and that's also part of being healthy and and, yes, I agree. and all that together so yeah the community aspect and just how welcoming the guys are really made me want to come back you yeah. know mike is great too but um the general vibe of the gym just really inspired me to continue my sessions and i loved i remember one day i wasn't feeling too great about my session with mike just because i wasn't feeling good that day and i couldn't do as much as i wanted to so it's just you know down on myself and i remember leaving the gym and like going back out into the lobby the office area and i think it was zane and tj they were out there like oh so nice to see you again and i hadn't even really talked to them it was just oh hey yeah i'm michaela i'm training with mike it's noon and went to work out but it was just so nice that they took the time to say hello to someone who wasn't their client and that they really hadn't worked with and every time you know i came back i would see that not just with me but with other people and that was just really cool to see that they they care they give a shit exactly (laughs) yeah that goes a long way you know when you genuinely give a shit about the people that you're training and coming to your gym obviously Mm -hmm. it's just you know uh like i said it makes more people want to come back and and the energy's contagious yeah that's for sure so like what kind of what's your favorite style of training i'm i mean lately i've been a huge fan of kettlebells and steel mace the last six six months yeah Yeah. mace is the shit but oh goodness i love everything that sounds so like Blonde, but like when generic, you when you get all when you wake up and you're like i want to go exercise today what's the... so different so if i really want like a good sweat i'll probably do some like battle ropes or um i don't know probably just deadlift do you uh kettlebells do, so do you just like how like how are you wired do you like all right mike what are we doing today or are I there days surprised i mean if i see something on instagram that he posts or the other guys i'm like hey mike we have to try this like this yeah. looks cool let's incorporate it but i mean i like going to the gym and not having planned out what I'm going to do. I like just my telling me on your own or, or just with my, in our sessions. So okay. like when I go, I'm just like, okay, cool. Tell me what to do yeah. today. Like I'm excited. It's like a new adventure. Do you ever time. work out on your own? You ever do it on I your do own? I do sometimes. Yeah. But I like working out with Mike better. Well, <laughs> it's more fun. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a professional. Of yeah, course. Right? Yeah. I mean, if I can work out with him every day, I would too. Yeah. Um, but like, you don't, when you go do your own workouts, you're like, I'm, I'm going to go do the mace today. Like, do you feel comfortable doing it on your own yet? Oh, um, a little bit. I'm nowhere, you know, near where I'd like to be just because I'm, it's so new to me. The, yeah, the mace but is a new, not just... It's crazy. Dude, it, it's it, new it, it, like, in the fitness field. It sets my brain field. on fire. Like, yeah. that is more of a mental workout for me than physical just because it takes so much, like, brain power. Oh, yeah. And I was not... This is going to sound so cheesy, but I was terrified of it like everyone's terrified a of it ago, i was like oh my gosh it's gonna hit me i'm gonna die well but- i've had them in my gym for 
five months and there's four uh, four of our trainers that are in there i'm the only one who uses it the other guys don't even touch it yeah. well they'll they'll take it and they'll do some things <laughs> wrong with it and i mean i'm you really just cringe i do and i and i, I don't just cringe and si- stay silent i'll tell them straight up like look if the, your if, if you're not well it's not even that like if you're not comfortable uh or have used this before in your training don't teach people this like all these mm-hmm. random moves you know Ooh, i agree with that you know what i'm saying and i think that's how p- people get hurt and yeah definitely see there's so much ignorance when it comes to fitness like people come in and they trust their trainer mm-hmm. to know everything right and or at least like have a really good foundation a strong foundation of what the hell they're doing and i've seen trainers you know do things just pull pull tricks out of a hat even though they're not doing that in their own routine and they're not living the life they're teaching essentially and then people they're just like all right whatever i'll you know i'll do that you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. little do they know one day they might they might get hurt so if i do see somebody in my gym messing with the mace and they're doing it wrong i straight up tell them like look if you're not comfortable with it don't do it and if you want to learn a little bit more like let's learn together you know i I do i tell them i come to the workshops with me let's do this let's do that you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. um you know you you you'll find the more people you work with as you know as you go through your journey of life that (laughs) there are people that want to become better every single day and then there are people that are just comfortable yeah you know and they'll do i don't like being comfortable as silly as that sounds i like to be pushed outside of my comfort zone and and we interrupt this podcast to talk a little bit about action coffee Go to www.drinkaction.com and use promo code DANNY to get 12% off your first order of Action Coffee. This coffee was picked from the mountains of Antigua, Guatemala. Give it a shot. Take your first action steps and get the day started by drinking some Action Coffee. Again, you go to www.drinkaction.com right now. And use promo code Danny to get 12% off coffee. Also, check Drink Action on Instagram at Drink Action. And now, back to the podcast. Make like Taylor Swift and shake oh, I it love off. Her. She's the best. Thank I like, you. Yeah, I like Taylor Swift. Did you I watch your like, AMA performance? No. I don't watch any performance. You know what I just went to on Friday? Okay, this podcast is over now. <laughs> uh no i i like poppy music it's a sits, yeah. it sits in my soul when i was a kid i used to um i used to listen to a lot of nsync and backstreet boys oh, yes. and i still <laughs> i still do but i also like learned a lot of the dance moves when mm-hmm. i was like 12 13 oh, and i would do them in like school dances and i had everyone like do a circle around me and oh, that's amazing. yeah i don't yeah, know you don't want to see me dance that's all right you know, sometimes you just got to bust and move. Well, we ta- we were talking about we were talking about like getting out of your comfort yes. zone. So you made that phone call, and that's one thing that you did to kind of be like, well, do I get back into exercise yeah. or do I not? You know, I find that I want to do that with everything now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, start my own business, do a little bit of writing, and uh, I lately I really want to start doing some stand up comedy. Ooh. My brother does it regularly. And I wish I was good at that. I listen to you know I listen to a lot of comedians podcasts. I like listening to uh, Joey Diaz and then Bill Burr and those guys are so witty and funny <laughs> and they they talk about how they like break down comedy and you know, a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts. Mm-hmm. They they talk about how they break down the material and in my head I'm just like 
I want to try that. <laughs> and it's, it makes me scared. It's like, oh, shit. I did, I did stand up one time. And it was the most uncomfortable experience. And ever since then, it was about a year ago, a little over a year ago. I can't stop thinking about it. And I kind of want Isn't wanna... that funny how that yeah. happens? Yeah. And I just kind of want to do it again. So um, what other things have you done that are like put, throwing you out of your comfort zone besides exercise? Besides exercise? Yeah. Um, just putting myself out there more. Yeah. I didn't realize how much this past year, how shy I became, which sounds so silly because, you know, every time we've talked, I'm like, hey, how are yeah. you? And yeah. we just jump right into it. But yeah. um, no, I mean, I feel like when... Well, you may be shy and like weary and, and a little scared about this because <laughs> I mean, who isn't like when it's like coming to a podcast or talking to somebody you don't know? Yeah. And that's everybody. I think everyone has these like fears because it's how we, we survive. Are we sure <laughs> this person is someone that we can trust and all that? I've just been trying to say yes more and not think just if it feels yeah. right like if it's a gut feeling and it looks good just go for it yeah don't think about well what if it goes wrong or what yeah. if i don't like it just try out because you really don't know what you don't like until you try it out and then you can learn from your experience and know what not so i way. i listen i listen to this guy named jim quick and he's all about like faster learning mm-hmm. and he says try something new three times the first time is oh, i'm totally gonna butcher it i'm totally gonna butcher it. try try something out to see if you like it, try something out the second time and see if you can learn from it. Ooh. And then try something out the third time and see if you still want to keep going with it. I like that. It's something like that, you know? And I go back to like my comedy. I did it for the first time and it was just like, oh my God. Now I won't <laughs> learn anything the second time if I don't take that second time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know a while back we talked at one of the workshops. You were you said to me that you were throwing out the idea of doing a podcast. Oh, maybe. Like in the... <laughs> oh, like, maybe. <laughs> Sure. Why you in the way future? Like, um, just because. <laughs> any like real well, reason? Okay. I really don't know what. Because you can write, you can write, yes. and you're really. It's the speaking part where I'm like, I have all the words in my head. I just need like ten minutes to sit and like put them on paper. Ah, you're a pl- yeah, you're a planner. I, yeah, I'm a planner. You totally I'm very are. Type A, um, need to organize. Just ask spreadsheet just, type yes. person. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Just ask the guys. Like when I was on um when I was in New Jersey this week, I did like a nine page document for them and mike and zane were like okay you're like kind of on vacation Chill. yeah put this right in front of your mouth though oh there you yeah, go yeah, like that yeah. you can move but it. yeah just no i love the writing aspect and seeing thoughts on paper sure and some like i think so much too of like not like overthinking just like ooh, like no you probably things. overthink sometimes well, okay, too sometimes, yeah. who doesn't but more like processing i'm like oh shoot wait i have to answer i have to say that out loud it's just like yeah collecting in my brain to like write down later yeah into form yeah. yeah you know i'm gonna tell one of the guys for christmas to get you a microphone and a mixer <laughs> I'm serious. Oh or, I mean, you can even just do it on the computer with no microphone because every computer, and I've seen your computer, it's the better version of mine, that has a microphone <laughs> built <laughs> in and there's software that you can just use on the internet yeah. and you can connect with people and you can just start yapping yeah, I away. I just get a, a plan down. Like, I don't mind the whole, like, trying something new outside of my comfort zone like we talked about. Yeah, it's do just, it. I don't know what I would focus it on and I want to have it structured so it's not just, you know, willy-nilly and boring people to death. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't mind hearing myself talk sometimes. But, like, <laughs> the next person might be like, oh, my gosh. I think you might surprise yourself because, like, you're you're interesting and you're, cu- <laughs> Thank you. and you're curious, right? Yeah, so I like cu- learning. So, curious people ask good questions and um, 
you know, they try to pick out as much as they can from people when they can. Mm -hmm. And it's just the art of capturing it. Like when I started this podcast, I was just a high school teacher. I hadn't trained anybody in a couple of years, you know, just doing like sports specific stuff with teams and, you know, all that, but never like one-on-one clients, never in a gym Mm -hmm. setting. And I didn't have any idea what the podcast was going to be. And I still kind of don't know really i mean i know that it's you know a lot of fitness topics a lot of motivation based stuff a lot of inspirational type things a lot of thought-provoking information yes you know and it gets people to think about their life and it's relatable topics Mm -hmm. so that they could make a better life for themselves which is what i want like that's i think ultimately what it is whether whether the content's about fitness whether the content is about writing see i'm passionate about so many different things and and that's the beauty of it like learning new yeah. things as well so it would be really hard to just focus it down without a clear plan yeah exactly and see the thing is maybe focusing it down isn't what you want to do because you want to branch yourself out there as much as you can like i'm o- true. like i'm okay taking a i'm okay taking a podcast with you because you know you have strong writing background you're into social media and we're going to touch on social justice in a little bit my favorite okay so like i'm so open about that because there are things from you that i can take that i am not very good at like i'm not type a excel sheet (laughs) type person so just being around someone like you i might take some of that those qualities in just from your energy you know or like uh in a few weeks i'm gonna have uh cory wooten do you know Corey Wooten? I do not know. He so he played he plays football or he played football for the Chicago Bears Ooh, and he does that's uh cool. yeah, he went to Northwestern and like uh, so like I'm going to pick his brain about yeah. fitness and daily routine and yeah. like life after football and 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 preparing for football, college stuff like that. Yeah. Like I just find things that I'm interested in and I go for it. Um do that's you awesome. Yeah, and then the, you know, I'll have Primal Swoldron and we're going to talk a little bit about fitness. Oh wow. I'm going to have this so do you uh do you like pop music? I do, yeah. Um, do well, you... I like a lot of music. Honestly, it's so hard to narrow it down. I joke and say I listen to everything from Blink One Eighty Two to Frozen, the Disney soundtrack. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> I I'm mean, with there you. are a couple good jams. On Frozen, that, I've never really, lie. I've never seen Frozen. I just, I mean, I've heard. I mean, you I bet gotta you, watch it. Now. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, some of my students the other uh, last year were talking about Moana, and I'm like, what? I haven't seen that one. I'm like, what is Moana? She's like, it's the Disney movie, Mr. C. Anyway, <laughs> Jimmy's kids were watching it. And I like walked in halfway, was so confused. Yeah, I, apparently people think it's really good. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Um, but anyways, about pop music. Um, do you remember the boy band Together? No. They were like a made-for-TV MTV series movie. And I reached out to one of the guys that used to be in that band, and I'm going to talk to him. And we're going to podcast. Yeah, we're going to podcast. And, um, you know, this is in the next coming months. And, uh, you know, you try to, I guess the one thing in me when it comes to podcasting is learning to plan that shit out as far as like (laughs) guests and all that. And like, you know, being and holding myself accountable, like when I write stuff down and all that. Yeah. um, Say, okay. Kind of like a content calendar. Yeah. Or not, not, not even that. Just like, I want to podcast with this person. I write it down and I write a list of like 20, 30 people down and I check them off. And I I think to myself, how am I going to get connected with this person? You know, you, 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 like Gary V says, slide into their DMs, bro. (laughs) You know, and like you just reach out and see what you catch, you know, and I'm okay talking with like pop stars and musicians and DJs. Like one of my best friends is a DJ and one of the top DJs in Chicagoland area just got done playing at North Coast. Oh, that's awesome. Anybody who has, I guess anybody who's on their way to being self-actualized. 
being creative and giving the world something that hasn't been before or another version of something that's already out there with their creative spin and touch and love on it. I want to get whatever it is that they're brewing in their head so that I can take a piece from them and bring it into me and hopefully provide the world with the value. There's plenty of value that you can provide the world, dear, that (laughs) you need to, I think, and, and don't let me tell you how to live your life, No, no. but go and just start it. Yeah. Just start it and see what happens and listen to your voice and cringe and listen to it over <laughs> and over and over again. I was just talking to someone about about that, about like hearing your voice, how we all just It's the worst. It. It's the worst. And like I'll, I'll, I have to listen to this when I edit it and I'm just like, Danny, shut <laughs> up with this, you know, with, you know, always talking about doing your passion and building yeah. up something and that's important and, that's yeah it is to talk about it is and i'm i'm passionate about being passionate yeah. and like getting people to, to feel lively so you know i i teach in a school with four thousand kids oh wow 2500 of them are like uh, <laughs> uh, looking in their phones um you know the gen, gen z this new generation yeah i think they're gen z because they're gen zombies <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. You walk, you see them walking around, and it's the truth. And I'm there's don't get me wrong. There's plenty of good and and a lot of intelligent coming out of Generation Z, but there's a lot of Gen Zombies out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I have to be this way in order for some of those kids in that generation to latch onto it and be like, yeah, well, what am I passionate about? What do I like to do? What, what, how can I provide this world of value? You know what I mean? Without being me, 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 and oh, I need to do this. And oh, I can't, my mom said that whatever, complaining about whatever, you know, when we have so much to be grateful for Mm -hmm. in this time. I definitely agree with that. We have so much to be fucking grateful for. Mm -hmm. I don't think enough people do gratification exercises, but you know, don't let me tell you how to live your life. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, um, Let's transition. Let's segue here. You're passionate about social justice. I Why? Am, yes. And how do you plan on like having people uh, get on your, your same, not same page, but, you know, at least learning the message of. I never really expected to be passionate about social justice or really. It wasn't until like three years ago that I really realized, oh, OK, I people would consider me a social justice advocate. Like I didn't Mm. realize that talking about this was, you know, the norm or as well known. So I actually had the privilege of going to a private Christian school for elementary and middle school. And it was amazing. I didn't really realize that they were instilling these social justice values into us and the um, skills to become aware of, you know, how to be an advocate and what to do just in your daily life to make a difference. I would just, you know, grew up in that environment and it was amazing. And it wasn't until I switched to um, public high school that I really realized like, oh my gosh, this is like a culture shock. We don't have volunteer days. We don't really talk about injustice. If we do, it's for a brief second and then it's just, okay, what's next? Oh, this is in the news or, oh my gosh, did you hear about blah, blah, blah. And it was just very passive, and that made me really, really upset, and I didn't know how to process that, and it made me really anxious to going from being really involved and kind of helping out and being aware of what was going on in the community and just globally to just not really having the space to talk about it. And I um, actually got involved with my church. There was a, um, a nonprofit at the time called Food Fight, and I thought that would be a great way to just get back into volunteering. I wasn't really expecting to have... A large role or really make 
a huge difference and my team and I did and it was really amazing to go and make a difference for world hunger and raise awareness and talk about ways that we can help in our own community and then on a global scale and it was really fun it was the um it was the drive that I needed to really get into social justice more full-time and to learn on my own because I thought I you know I needed to learn from a teacher or from wherever that I didn't know that I could do it on my on my own and yeah what what like in particularly do you want to make known like equality of opportunities or equality of Ooh, that's a really tough like, question there it's really hard for me to narrow it down I'd i mean say, is there something specifically that grinds your gears I, that you want more people to know about or like there are a couple of things so i have had the most experience with world hunger and i feel like i know the most about that and i could talk about that you know for sure. days that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> i think that's what but your podcast I'm, is about to end world hunger <laughs> with michaela what's your last name britain britain Yes. There it is. <laughs> to end world hunger. That's, there we go. Podcast right there. Tune in and next then, month, guys. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I, there it is right there. Anyway, go ahead. I want to cut you off. I'm um, sorry. What was the question? Like what? Like what about world hunger? I mean, obviously it's an issue, and we didn't. We, you know, oh, it's a with, huge with, issue. with people with people that have so much, and how how are how are they giving back? How yeah. are, how can people like you and me, and how can we make it? accessible for people to give back to help people that are I mean there suffering. are amazing opportunities right here in our own town I know I think it's every Trader Joe's or at least here in Illinois they have the opportunity for you to donate food that you purchase in the store and they'll you like you put it in a box and then they'll donate it to local food pantries and I think that's amazing just having that opportunity yeah. and being able to just have I lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great just opportunity. Just ha- have, the, have the resources then, available yeah, to exactly. us that, you know, we can make a helping hand. And it's included in just like a normal setting. It's a grocery store. Yeah. And it's for kids to see that too and just people in general to pass by that box and say, oh my goodness, they're making a difference. It kind of instills it, instills it in us that we can take that extra step without it being a huge inconvenience or being time consuming, you know, things like that. I feel like there's such a misconception when it comes to social justice that you have to donate a lot of time and money when honestly, it's just like anything else. You just, you can do it. Yeah. You don't have to. I also think there's a negative perception when people talk about social justice warriors and like people going so far left or so far right. And there's this giant disconnect. For me, it's not really political. Yes, they go hand in hand, but I don't look at it from a, I'm, this or that i just go at it as you're you know, human i'm human yeah like what yeah. if that was me i'd want someone to help me and like why wouldn't i help someone else like it's yeah. just i think it's it's ignorant to just be oblivious to it and i mean we rise by lifting others so why wouldn't well there's so many people that are self-absorbed exactly. and they're shit michaela exactly okay I and they don't even yeah. realize it and we all can be guilty of it too like mm-hmm. i can't be pace, placing the blame on other people but there's you know, plenty of times individually we're like, I need to do my shit and I need to do this. And we all can get caught up yeah. into it. You know, I think it goes back to like gratitude and, and being grateful. Uh, something that I try to do in my notebook when I, you know, I'm writing down yeah. like my schedule and things that I have to do. Like I try to write down things that I'm grateful for and then, yeah. you know, think about them and, and talk about them to myself. You know, that positive yeah. self-talk like, hey, you know, you have this, you have that. Like what are other ways you can do to help people that aren't so fortunate? You know what I mean? Like I've yeah. seen firsthand like kids living in the projects. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like kids, they didn't ask to be born there. I agree. But then they're there with 
you know, a drug addict mom, mm-hmm. an absent father, you know, now they don't have clothes that are clean to go to school for the next day. Now, you know, like all that type of yeah. stuff. And I have to be the one that's their teacher and putting them, you know, and holding them accountable for yeah. not having this or making sure to get this done and, you know, all that. And you kind of see... It's hard. You kind of see the other side of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that situation... I'd say educating yourself first. And to everyone, that's going to be different. To some, they might think, oh, I need a college degree. And then automatically, you know, check out of being involved in social justice. But it can be something as simple as Googling, like how to make a difference in your community or social justice issues. Just knowing what those issues are, gender inequality, world hunger, global poverty, uh, just a few to name, like just yeah. to name a few. Yeah, yeah. There are so many things and it can seem overwhelming, but just researching you know google most people have access to a computer or a library or know someone who does just talk to somebody and say hey you know have you heard of like any social justice issues lately like what what do you know i'm interested in just educating yourself that way and talking to your community there are so many things in in the community different communities too it doesn't have to be just you know wheaton or naperville or wherever you live that actually make a difference and if you take the time to find out what that is it's amazing Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we just got to realize we're all human and, you know, somebody out there is looking just, you know, for a hug, just like that. You know what I mean? Or a smile. Or a smile. Just saying hello to someone and recognizing them, making them feel like they're seen and that they matter. What that will, that will, blah, words, what that will do to someone. Yeah. You know, I talk about, or you listen, you ever listen to Jordan Peterson? No, I haven't. Uh, Jordan Peterson is a professor in, he's a philosophy professor in uh, Canada. And he talks about how your actions and your behavior and your words, they have these ripple effects. They do. So, you know, when you make those ripple effects, hopefully when they're good ripple effects, you're putting good yeah. quality content or information or just, you know, a hello to somebody. It's, it's, making more positive energy throughout you know and like that one person knows a thousand people Mm -hmm. and because you said something good to them or like you gave them something or whatever it is you know you provided them value they can go ahead and do the same Mm -hmm. thing for the next thousand people and that stuff just it goes out fast like for me i was terrified that i wasn't going to make a difference as silly as that sounds i when i was in high school in volunteering with food fight you know I faced a lot of challenges with getting the program to my school. So essentially once a year, Food Fight would have um, a packing day at different schools that partner with them and kids would volunteer during their lunch period. They would give up their lunchtime to pack meals for kids or people in general who don't have food. And that was kind of symbolizing the recognition that we're going without so someone can, you know, be provided with food. And my administration was not on board with it. They were just very rude and they were discriminating against Admin- us because of administration our age. Administration school? Yes. And they were just saying, you know, oh, you're too young. You can't do this. You can't make a difference. You have no plan when, when we did. And, you know, we weren't asking for money or anything. We just needed an okay to use the unused space in the commons during the lunch period. And I don't know what in the world it was that made me <laughs> stick with it. But I, um, actually, that's a lie. I do. I watched a video that they put together and seeing those kids faces and those families and reading the statistics made me feel really guilty that, you know, Oh, I'm going to cry <laughs> <laughs> that I had all these resources that people don't. And I didn't think it was fair. Um, Ooh, 
Let it out. Authenticity is it. Yeah, right? It's at. No, I, I hear uh, but you. But Emma Watson, too. She's an amazing actress. She has this amazing quote called, um, for her campaign, He for She. And I'm probably going to butcher it. Shoot. It's Essentially, okay. it is, if not me, who? If not now, when? And that really hit home. If I continue to be silent, and if I don't take action, who in the world will? And, you know, even though we're scared and we have no idea what to do, it's okay. You just have to start and you have to talk about it. And you just have to have that passion and try to make a difference. Yeah, dude. Amen to that. I think your podcast is going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> and I'm going to check Thank in you. with you in the next couple of days and be like, yo, where are you oh, at? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I mean, you have, look, it's obviously moving you. And you, we, the world. Yeah, needs, literally to tears. <laughs> we, we, the world needs people like you, you know, like. I get really passionate about social justice. That's. It's my thing. That's good, though. I mean, like TJ was saying. <laughs> it's good, though. I mean, it's like, uh, at the end of the day, you're not harming anybody. In fact, you're doing right. the 100% opposite, and you're trying to provide yeah. the world a value any way you can, and you're going to figure out different ways that you can do that. Yeah. I mean, it's know? just nice to be thought of, whether you know a person or not. Like, I remember when I was in, I think I was in, like, third, no, fourth grade, I ended up having um, a major surgery, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people just sent me cards in the mail saying, you know, I heard you're having surgery. I had no idea who these people were. Some of them were from church, just around the community. And it made such a difference to, you know, fourth grade me. And it stuck with me. I still have those cards. And knowing that strangers took the time to write out, you know, I'm praying for you or I hope you That's feel cool. better, sending you, you know, good vibes. It made me feel like, oh my goodness. I want to make someone feel like this someday. Yeah. And that's what volunteering is for me. It's not about, I mean, it is about helping the person, but it's about being content with yourself, knowing that you did everything in your power to benefit others and to sure. make sure that they're living a good life. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I also think just like reaching out to people regularly through like whether it's a call or a text message, yeah. like I'll do it. I'll try to do it like once once a week yeah. where like I'll just go through like the bottom of my text messages and just be like, yo, hey, what's Thinking going on? Yeah. Just saying, want, just want to say, hey, you know, somebody I haven't talked to in a little while. Yeah, just checking in with your people. Yeah. It's important. Whether, whether, you know, it's an old client or old friends, just like, you know, and people are thinking of you too. Mm-hmm. And um, who knows what type of good difference that can exactly. happen, you know? Um, you never know who needs it. Yeah, for sure. That little pick me up. So <laughs> Exactly um Michaela let's let's wrap this up here um how can people find you people need to see your website and blog (laughs) and obviously this is just the beginning for you you have so much to say and and so much to uh to do I mean it seems like you're very goal-oriented and obviously passionate and that the world needs it so uh where can people find you um I am, my website is michaelabritton.com. My name's spelled kind of funky. So M-A-C-A-I-L-A. Yeah, you Boom. got it. <laughs> and then last name is Britton, B-R-I-T-T-O-N.com. Is and that English? Yes. You sound like you're from London. No, no, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. I can't do accents well. com, And then yes. the blog is there. Yes, that's the website. And then my Instagram is at michaelab13. So if you want to, you know, give me a follow, that'd be totally A cool. follow, a <laughs> slide in your DMs. Oh, maybe not sliding in DMs. If there's a way, if there's a way that you can collab at one point, you know. Email, I prefer email. And that yeah. is? That's found on my website or also MichaelaBritton at gmail.com. MichaelaBritton at gmail.com. Yeah. There it is, everybody. Uh, this was fun, Michaela. Thank you. This was fun. This Thank was you cool. for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. We got to Well, we're going to have to follow up and, yeah. and do this again. And, for sure. Um if there's any way I can provide you value on, you know, 
doing another podcast if you want to like meet up every so often and if you need help on how to set this up because like i've i had used to have a producer like for the first like 30 some episodes i had i had a producer and he's my best friend ever and he took care of all the setup all the editing all the recording (laughs) and you know everything and i was just the guy who showed up scheduled the people and uh had the conversations and had you know had fun doing it essentially and uh after you know i did i I said i want to do this on my own i was the one that has to do all the shit like set up (laughs) everything and and learn how to you know do all the the the, the, you know the the volumes and and all the everything the editing and all that shit and i'm not like the best at it but it's a it's a learning process and i learn the most when i teach it Mm -hmm. so if i could help you with anything ever like what type of equipment you need what kind of microphones would do you the best work uh whatever program that i can you know maybe uh throw you in the direction towards thank you that is Uh, very kind yeah i'm here to help you out and uh i'm serious the world needs people like you and driven motivated people thank Um, you absolutely so everybody thank you for listening much love peace and love uh infinitely See you later. And that's how you record a podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, make sure to give us a five-star rating and write a little nice review if you can. It's much appreciated. If you also like what you heard today, please do me a favor and share this podcast with somebody you love. That's the highest respect that you can give back. I really love doing this podcast and putting out good content out there. And just having some fun and just trying a couple things, failing a couple different ways and learning along the way. That's what life is about. Michaela's a driven young lady. Check out her website at www.michaelabritton.com and follow her on Instagram at michaelab 13 I hope in the future we find that she starts the Michaela Hour and it's just about whatever. Thank you for tuning in. And follow my Instagram as always at uh, Danny Cola Fitness. And don't be afraid to reach out. Much love. Peace.